It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, good people. It's your girl, Shay, bringing to you Shanghai Chronicles. We're going to get into DC's own Wale, The White Shoes. was real the lord let them we was on the budget you know sharing old navy to the army could be fresh and public where the sneaker stores and laundry mats get all the money because it ain't about what you're doing but how you're looking when they love you for your status and your catalog and everybody got a jersey to play along back then the whole checker for your zapatos so even dirty niggas had the phones you know take this good advice stay judge you for life Say we can always be fly We gon' be good Long as them sneakers wide You'll be alright Say you'll be alright Say you'll be Quietly complain why Eric would lurk. That was the PG Plaza manager managing us. Yeah, I'm standing in Lucky Sevens, but slanging them looks. Still had the J's for the low low, and I can get them early. But I'm not without a conscience. I see people out there hurting. Got them for penny phones that was bought at this very store. And I think that was my shift. Then again, I'm not very sure. Uh, and that's a lot that can get to you when you're not selling drugs, but the outcome is similar. Cause how come them niggas with pistols telling you give them up? Now how come the moms with tissues cause you ain't give a fuck? Free lunch for everyone. Income was very uh. On the 2nd and 16th, everyone would have everyone. A Reebok would carry punk, and that's not the scary part. These niggas love white shoes so much they be buried in. I was wearing white shoes. And she says, I'm glad you're sticking with the white shoes. And she says, it makes me feel good.
All right, y'all. That was DC owns own. I'm sorry, Wale uh, with the white shoes. Okay, so I just want to clarify something real quick. Uh, baller alert. You trying to give black history facts? Cheney University is not the oldest HBCU. Okay, it is Lincoln University 1854. Okay, so if you're going to do facts, you got to make sure you do your research, people, because that is incorrect. All right. Thank you. Shout out to Key on the board. Um, so now we're going to get into Damn America, people. I'm bringing it back a little bit. I'm not really doing so much of current. I'm just taking it to L.A. So put your mind in L.A. We're in L.A. We're on the plane. We're getting there. We just it's hot. All right. So L.A. homelessness surged 75 percent in six years that's a lot that's a lot of people for LA I mean that can be anybody that can be rich people that can be people who didn't make it in Hollywood so let's get into some research uh the number of those living in the streets and shelters shelters of the city of LA in most of the country surged 75 percent to roughly 55,000 from about 32,000 in the last six years uh, Glendale, Pasadena, and Long Beach were conducted their they conducted their own counts of homelessness, and that totaled to nearly fifty eight thousand. Three out of four homeless people, which is forty one thousand, they live in their cars, camps, tents, and leaners are uh, lean toes. I'm sorry, are by far the biggest style group of unsheltered people in any U.S. city. If you took out L.A. national homelessness, it would have dropped last year for the first time since the recession. And the problem has gotten worse since they have a um, mayor there, um, Eric. Uh, they, he took office in 2013. And, of course, he's a liberal Democrat. And ever since he became mayor, they're basically saying that the homelessness got worse. Okay. I mean, you would never think that a city like L.A. would really have that much bad of homelessness. I don't know why I just feel like when you go to L.A., it's about, you know, rich people. You got all the restaurants. You want to walk on Rodeo Drive. Like, you just have all these different visions. Um, officials and major groups have been housing more homeless people than ever before. 26,000 between 2014 and 2017 in LA they serve housing shortage and city and county homeless programs which been which begin to slow to start to limit to absorb the ways of people forced into the streets um, also over the last 16 months voters have agreed to tax themselves uh, to build housing for these people so they 10,000 units in 10 years and also provide support for these people um, also, the county money started flowing in in October to help with the homelessness. Um, if you're not really familiar with like Skid Row there, Skid Row is the worst. It's the worst part of L.A. with the homelessness. 
um they have like different people just like living in tents like if you drive down skid row all you'll just see is just tents 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 of people um i feel that maybe we should open up more uh housing for people so they'll be able to not be homeless maybe open up more jobs um you never know someone's situation that they're going through at the time um i feel like for most of my listeners try to you know help you know feed the homeless when different things come up in your community um even though that person may be on the street begging for a dollar we do not know their situations um and not even on that i would just say you know just be happy the situation that you're in i feel that the officials they really need to do something about the homelessness because it is getting out of control no matter what city you go to i know baltimore has a lot of homelessness dc for sure um it was an article i think i did a damn america on uh previous episodes when you had to prove to be homeless because the city was putting too much money in to help these people out and I feel that if we give these people jobs and we give them better opportunities then they'll be able to get up off the streets and succeed also too the people need to they need to push themselves to do better if you know there is a shelter and you know there is a space for you at the shelter just go to the shelter but I can't really say that because there is a lot of things that happen in the shelter so I just hope that they can change that get that number down um, you know LA you guys are a beautiful city I've never been would love to go um, that's not scaring me not to go so it shouldn't scare you not to go but you should definitely uh, go experience it um, LA officials you guys need to open up some more housing to help these people with any situations that they may go through and uh, hopefully they'll get it straightened out um, so now we're going to go into the second topic for damn America which is in school together but not learning at the same rate so when you think of that what are you kind of thinking of um, probably you have kids that are in the school, but there are probably other kids that are on a higher learning scale than others. That may be true. But in New York City, they're doing like a new analyst from the Center for New York City Affairs at the new school takes a closer look by mapping the achievement gaps within each public elementary school. The results reveal the challenges of integrating students across the system. This study is a single math assessment that was given back in 2006 to third through fourth graders. At each school, it looks at the race of the test takers and estimates their house, household income using a census info about where they live. And almost all the students with estimated household incomes below 30,000 were black or Hispanic, while students with the household incomes above 80,000 were mainly white. So the poor students tend to score low even when they want even when they go to the same school as the kids that have the more money with the income. Okay. The problem I have with that is it's just like why are we basing how the kids learn off of their income? They don't know anything about how much their parents really make. They just know that their parents go to work every day then on top of that why can't the school provide resources that will help the kids also learn at the same rate and also on that why don't they hire teachers that can teach correctly maybe that may be a problem too maybe these people that want to be teachers they're just being teachers for all the wrong reasons because they want to be do you know do summer break hell i want to be a pe teacher and i don't know shit about no pe but that's what i want to do just because based off of 
the schedule that a teacher has. I don't think that we should put our kids in a category or try to single them out because one of their race and because of their household income. Um, also, parents, make sure you do your homework with your kids. Make sure you go above and beyond with your kids to help them get to the next level. I know it does take a lot um, a patience for a kid to take a lot of information in, but you just have to make sure that you make education the key thing in your household so that when these tests come out, your child is not being singled out because one of the race of their skin. And two, the, basically this school to me is telling, is basically saying that these black kids are not educated enough to score high on the test so if you feel they're not educated enough maybe you should change the curriculum or maybe yet again you should hire teachers that know what they're doing uh for example one of the schools there the ps8 is the robin filton school it's in brooklyn heights it's the center for american progress which identified last year as having one of the richest parent teacher associations okay so we see where the money's going in the country uh 64 of the students passed the same math math test back in 2016 which compared with 36 of students citywide um the black students at the school were a level behind the white peers yet again um, a spokesperson for the education department stated that while the report focuses on one thing there is a major gap in high school graduation and dropout rates so with that being said, yet again, you guys need to look into changing the curriculum, changing, you know, who you hire. Make sure that that person that you're hiring is the right person for the job. Make sure that they are interested in the kids. Make sure that they are teaching them and going above and beyond. And also parents, make sure you go above and beyond. I know my mother used to make me, you know, do my summer reading, make sure I was on top with my summer reading list, things like that. I mean, I struggled in math, but she made sure that she sat down with me until I got it because, she knew that I had a struggle with that and she took time with me. So parents too, take time with your kids, like sit down with them, do their homework, double check their homework. Don't just assume that they have everything correct. You know, it also do, does start, you know, in the home. So that's my damn America segment. I hope you guys, you know, took in a lot of things, learned a couple of things, still go to LA. Don't let the homelessness scare you. Okay. In New York, they are smart there, guys. Don't let that scare you either. They are they are very smart there in New York, okay? Uh, so now we're going to get into um, my rising star segment. Uh, her name is Jasmine Cameron Brown. She's 29 years old. Uh, she is from Washington, D.C., okay? Uh, she graduated from Sarah Lawrence. Um, she went there for undergrad. Uh, she has like a clothing line, kind of like a swimwear line that she has. It's very dope. Um Based off of just some things that I got off of her site, I'm just going to go over a couple of things here for you guys. Uh, just give me one second here. Uh, okay. Um, so she's always been a creative mind, starting like at the age five. Her dad enrolled her in painting classes. Um at the Cochrane Gallery of Art in D.C. She does still paint to this day. Um, she used to make like paper dolls, sketch designs. She hand sewed uh, clothing and accessories. And also like in the fifth grade, she knew that she wanted to be a fashion designer. Her mother is also an artist. Um, she made, you know, most of her clothes when she was a child. So that was dope. Um, after she graduated from Sarah Lawrence College, which I stated, she received her associate degree in fashion design from Parsons, the New York School for Design in New York in 2011. 
Uh, she started making hand painted wooden jewelry and she started selling it in New York. Um, also, she stated that, you know, right now she feels that she's a one woman show and she's doing everything by herself. Um, they do her family like they offer suggestions and things that she can like change with her business and things like that. Um, her family is well into business as well, um, especially like her brother, Joe. He markets her brand. He allows her to sell her products when he does like different events and things like that. Um Three things that she that she stated that she needed to be successful in what she does was self-motivation, ambitious, resistance and patience and focus. Um, so that what's, you know, three things that stuck out to her things that motivates her. She loves creating, experimenting with draping and pattern making, things like that. Um, she loves when ideas hit me out like they hit her like from out of nowhere. So she just starts sketching when she gets these ideas. Um, she defines success is happiness and living your truth daily, maintaining respect and integrity no matter what. She says success is setting goals, even small ones, and accomplishing them. Success is learning something new every day that she can contribute to improving herself and her company. Um, also, she's still building her customer base as well. Um, one thing that stuck out to me, she said that she loves Oscar De La Renta. She actually interned with his design team in New York for three years after college. And she had the privilege also of meeting him many times and watching him and things like that. Um, she sees herself in 20 years to be successful. Uh, she sees her brand, Jay Carmen, having several boutiques globally, offering, you know, intimate experience to her clients. And she doesn't um, she doesn't want to, you know, she doesn't want anyone to like, you know, forget about her, and let that go away. Uh, one thing she said to me was um, I asked her, you know, what does fashion mean to her? She said fashion is self-expression. The possibilities are endless. She said she's very passionate about tech, uh, textiles. Tech, she's very passionate about silhouettes and the way fabric drapes on a person's figure. Um, so shout out to Jasmine. Uh, you can catch her. On Instagram, Miss um, J Carmen. Okay, she is dope. She has nice bathing suits. Her jewelry line is dope. Um, I actually seen them in person. They are hand sewed. Okay, so I love her for that. Um, her Instagram is at J dot Carmen C A R M E N underscore, and then the website is www dot J dash Carmen dot com. Okay, so check her out, y'all. Um, she is local. She's in D.C., so you can definitely uh, check her out. So now we're going to get into this segment that everyone loves, okay? And that's the twerk something segment. So, you know, when that comes on, I do a little twerking, okay? And I twerk it real good. I try to give y'all the best tea possible, okay? Um, so... Y'all already know I love Cardi B. So shout out to Cardi. Cardi B teams up with Amazon Amazon for the Super Bowl ad. So we're going to see that tomorrow, people, when the Patriots play. Do you have a snippet of that, Key? Can you play that real quick? Because she is hilarious in that thing. Like, like she cracks me up through the whole time. Like, she doesn't change who she is no matter what she's doing. Like, I just love her. She's dope. Also, she's also teaming up with J-Lo, too. So that should be dope too. She's gonna do something with that. So she's giving us a lot of good vibes. Um also Bruno Mars is adding her on 
his tour as a special guest. So Cardi is out here glowing up. And the commercial's gonna play now. Listen, let me hear the snippet. It's like the whole oh, that's uh, you can just give a little, little like. Yeah, I mean, if anything, we can. Okay, so we can come back to that after you. Like, we can we can come back to her because it's it's hilarious. Um, what more can I say? Cardi is dope. Uh, Quincy Jones. Everyone, every man in America thinks he is dope because he has twenty two girlfriends. Okay, they all know about each other. Great. I mean, normally when a man cheats, eventually the other woman starts to know about the other one. So, I mean, Quincy, you should have just stuck to the music. I mean, they are apparently one of them is in Shanghai. Okay, that's where relevant regulars. Okay, so one of them is in Shanghai. And y'all, it's not me. It's not me. It's not Shay. Okay, even though it's Shanghai, it's not Shanghai Chronicles, but he got one in Shanghai. But come on, he needs to, he needs to cut it out, okay? He is too old for that. Too old for that. And on top of that, he also came at Taylor Swift. He told Taylor Swift that we need songs, not hooks. Okay, so Quincy is living the time of his life, people. He got 22 girlfriends and he's coming at Taylor Swift. He's never been that vocal before to me. I've never really heard about him doing no shit like that. Now, men, just because he has 22 girlfriends, don't mean that you can get 22 girlfriends. His game might be different than yours. His shot, when he shot it, it went in. Yours might not. So, hey, I don't know. But... Shout out to Quincy because he is giving us that black excellence. And speaking of black excellence, the Rock Nation brunch was dope. We had Jay-Z. Uh, Beyonce was there. We had T.I. We had, uh, who else was there? Remy Ma. It was a lot of good artists there. A lot of good black excellence there. Everyone was looking nice and fly and dope. And they were giving me life. So shout out to them. I wish I was there. Next time they can invite me and I can, you know, turn it up in there and have a good time. So hopefully they do that. What you think, Mouse? It doesn't matter what Mouse thinks. But um, speaking of, <laughs> since we're going to go into Rock Nation brunch, it was the same time as the Grammys. So Grammys, why, why, why would you not give Jay-Z a Grammy. He was nominated for eight. And y'all set him in the front row and didn't give him anything? I thought that was whack as shit. And the only reason why, the only reason why they had all those good people there was because they wanted us to watch to get the viewership. But he did, okay, he did deserve it. The thing about it is, is that the Academy doesn't understand and recognize the good music and his message that he was speaking in his record was coming at what we know to be white privilege he was speaking that black power even though kendrick album was good and he was speaking that power like charlemagne said i will quote his last album was better speaking the black power than this album so i mean i don't really know i just felt like jay deserved something i think they just had jay there cardi b and all those people there because they wanted us to watch the grammys of course people but of course the ratings were down and it wasn't really that popping. 
So, sorry, Jay, you didn't win. I was really rooting for you. I really wanted you to win. But apparently, nobody else really cared too much. And then also, people are really upset because they have Bruno Mars in, like, the R&B category. He's not really R&B. He's kind of, like, pop. But, I mean, his album was dope. Then the people are really upset about SZA because she didn't win Best New Artist. And that other girl did. But that other girl, you know, she came out and stated. I don't really know her name right now. But she came out and stated basically that... She worked hard for this. Like, she's been working since 2015. So, I mean, shout out to her. I do listen to her. She is dope as well. Um, so, I don't know, Grammys. You really kind of lost me there. I really, really, really was voting for Jay-Z. Like, I really thought he was going to win shit. People probably thought when he didn't win that Kanye was going to come out on the stage and just, like, bless us and shut it down like he did before when Beck won over Beyonce. But that didn't happen. You know, and Beyonce, last year, Adele won. So, hey, you know what, Carters? This is my message to you from Shanghai Chronicles. Stop attending. Go to your black people events, okay? I want to see you at BET. I want to see you at the... In a, oh, what's the black... What we got, Key? The black one. The NAACP. I want to see you there, okay? Come there. Come to that. Support the black excellence. You speaking of the black excellence, but we don't see you there at the black excellence, okay? So come to the black excellence. Stop going and attending the white events because clearly they don't love y'all as much as they say they do. So do that, okay? Now, speaking of love, Jay-Z... And we're still on Jay. He sat down with Van Jones. I don't know if people watched the special. He really got into politics. He got into his marriage. He got into a lot of topics. Um, the politics really struck <laughs> a nerve because Trump tweeted, of course, um, like he always does when someone comes at him. Um, I love Jay-Z in the interview. He was very vulnerable. Uh, the thing that I really liked is that he said that me and B are not a celebrity couple. We're just a couple. And I like that because he's letting people know that they are regular people. They have regular issues. They have regular marital issues that they decided to right regular 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 that they decided to work on and I think he worked on it and tried to build his foundation just off of things that he has gone through when he was younger like not having a father you know not having like a family atmosphere so I believe he wanted to do that for Blue and the twins but really and truly y'all ladies we know B turned that thing up okay she turned that thing up like my friend Lauren said, shout out to Lauren, shout out to London Low. He ain't cutting that hair, okay? Because B done told his ass a couple of things and got him scared. So he don't know what to do. He don't know what move to make. He don't know if he should go to the barbershop. Because B probably checking that ass every move, okay? But shout out to Jay. I love him. I love the direction that he's going in. Um... Jay has always been that man. He's always spoke that message. It probably just took a long time for people to really recognize it. But he is that man. And also, you know, speaking of Jay, again, he also was supporting the Obama. So, you know, Michelle Obama, she reveals what was in that Tiffany box. So, y'all know the awkward exchange. Okay, the awkward exchange. So, with the awkward exchange... 
we all looked and we like what the hell is this big ass box that she's trying to give michelle like michelle is trying to like figure it out so you know michelle was saying it wasn't a lot of staff out there to carry the boxes normally the staff is out there to carry the box but nobody was there so of course her precious husband he took the box and you know took it back in the house and then he was able to come back outside to take the picture so you know we all was wondering what was in the damn box y'all ready for this okay y'all ready it was a picture frame that was what was in that big ass box a picture frame Maybe the picture frame had Help me bitch I need to get out of this <laughs> Maybe she had a note Maybe she had a note like Help me please I don't love him I just want to be out But that big ass box Had a picture frame That big ass awkward moment Had a picture frame Okay Melania Okay that's what you chose Okay I know that's your gift I mean they probably told you to get that But Really bitch a picture frame Okay Well I guess that was All that she could do Well hopefully it had a nice message in there For Michelle to help her Okay cause she, she don't want in y'all She want out Okay she want out But what we want in on is this Martin reboot Okay, people. All right. Listen, growing up in the 90s, if you grew up in the 90s, you know Martin was the show to watch. Until this day, you're still watching reruns that come on TV One. Hell, my mother gets mad when I want to watch the damn DVDs. Okay. This show speaks so much volume coming back. Like, honestly, I understand they're doing reboots of like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I think... I get it. We we want those too. But Martin? Listen, I'm here for it. I'm glad that they made up. Now, Tisha Arnold. No, not Tisha Arnold. Tisha Arnold was cool. Tisha Campbell. Now, I don't know what you was accomplishing back in the day. But, but you fucked up because you got the show canceled. Okay? You got the show canceled. And I'm glad that God brought you back. And delivered you, delivered you to get your act together. And now everyone's a happy family. Now it's gonna be sad because Tommy ain't gonna be there no more, y'all. But maybe they'll give us like a funeral episode. You know, they give us a funeral episode, and then maybe we can see Tommy co workers come to the episode. Because you know he always said he had a job. Listen, I'm here for it. Martin, thank you so much. Listen, if you don't know about Martin, he's in, he is like phenomenal. The fact that he can play all those characters in Martin. Okay, he got what? Shanene, the, uh, the karate uh, <laughs> uh, uh, instructor. He got... Um, the um Bob, he got uh um damn, what's the cop? What's the cop? This again, he got the little boy with the snot nose. He got um Mr. J um what's it Otis? He got Otis. He got of course, you know, he got Jerome. Like the fact that he can do all of that is dope to me. So thank you so much for doing this. I appreciated this. I've been waiting. I saw rumors, you know, like Ashanti was going to be a part. I don't want that. Thank God. But 
Thank God for listening to me. Shout out to you, God. Thank you. Um, also, speaking of like uh, different uh, people coming back and uh, playing people, we have Jennifer Hudson. She's going to play Aretha Franklin in the biopic, which I think is dope because Jennifer Hudson can sing. She can sing, and y'all know Aretha don't play, and I would love to know Aretha's journey. I've never, like, followed her in the past. You know, I never, like, asked my mother anything about her, but I would love to know her story. I know Jennifer's going to kill it. The vocals are going to be on points because y'all know she killed it in Dreamgirls. So I know she's going to give us a good show and she's going to be dope. A uh, dopeness was everywhere with the Black Panther premiere red carpets, people. Okay. If y'all didn't see any pictures. Oh, hold up, y'all. I'm sorry. I just got an alert on my phone from people. Let me put, put the Black Excellence on pause. But Janet Jackson finally revealed she will she will perform at the Super Bowl on Sunday. No! She will perform on Sunday, people. Now, Janet. I got to get into Janet. I'm sorry, Black Panther. I'm so sorry. I got to get into you, Janet. <sighs> Janet, they did us wrong. They did you so wrong. They did you so wrong with the nipple, and you performing with you you performing with Justin. You gonna be with Justin, who who threw your ass underneath the damn the bus. I mean, he threw your ass way underneath the bus, and you gonna perform with him. Bitch, I hope this is a rumor. I hope this is a rumor, and you don't need the money. You a Jackson. I mean, I understand. I mean, you getting money from your man, like for real. Janet, I bet not. If I see your ass on that television tomorrow, girl, it's not a good move. I mean, they really disrespected her when she performed in that little nipple slip. And he disrespected this shit out of her. Oh, hell no, Janet. Oh, no. That's not a good move at all, sis. I, I don't know what's going on with that, but that's definitely not a good move. Definitely not a good move. But... Look, so he just own. Um, let me get into the excellence shit. The excellence with the Black Panther. Sorry, B- Black Panther. I had to put you on pause because a bitch tried it. Um, the premiere, red carpet, dope. Lapita, dope. Dope. Everybody was looking so. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, you said you a single boy. You so damn fat. And then who is the boy? He played in Third Good Marshall, and he he's fine as hell. Like everybody was just. We was skin was just popping. We was just looking so good. Like everybody was just dressed so nice. Listen, I mean, I felt like those little kids were that was so excited that they were going to see Black Panther because when I saw those pictures, I was like, yes, black people, y'all looking so good tonight. I was loving it. Listen, make sure you go and support this. Okay, because it was a thing on Facebook. They had to take it down with like this white supremacist group was like putting up stuff about it and stuff like that. So listen, make sure y'all go and support. I know the pre-sales have been crazy, but please go on the date that it comes out and support it. 
I know I'm going to sound like a hypocrite, but I don't go to movie dates on the premiere because there's just be too much going on. But I may have to go this time just to show my blackness for my black people. Okay. Um, also, speaking of things that are dope to continue to watch um, and continue to support, The Shy has been renewed for season two. I love season one. I love everything around it. I'm so into it. So I love that they got renewed for season two. Thank you, Showtime. Thank you for bringing that audience to us, showing us how things are in Chicago. You know, the realness, not just showing us what the news media wants us to see, but just giving us the story. So I think that was dope. Uh, also giving us the story. Linnell. Linnell said Netflix. What's good? What's good? I, how, pay me. Pay me. I, I'll get on there. for Pay me. Okay. Linnell is funny. Funny as hell. Anybody doesn't know her, she has like the blonde shortcut. She's dope. She's funny. So I would love that. Um, also, if you've also been following Monique, Monique showed the real receipts of what the offer was for Netflix because she was getting a lot of backflash. Um, because people were saying, like, you know, they offered her more, but she really turned it down. And she had her receipts, and y'all, she did dog her. They did dog her. Um, so you can probably just check them out, but they did dog her, but Hey, Monique, Linnell is popping. She's more funnier. So she said Netflix was good. I'm sure Netflix will holler at her and we'll be watching her comedy special. Um, also, speaking of uh, specials and things that keeps coming back, Tammy Roman is coming back to Basketball Wives, y'all. Um, she thought that she was going to leave because, you know, she has her bonnet chronicles that she does. And, you know, she does comedian. For real honest, to be honest with you, y'all, I'm over the Basketball Wives show. None of them bitches on there be wives. So I think they need to do away with it. I like the show Wags, basically. Um, and I love them on E, but of course they got the axles. So I think they should just do away with basketball wise. But apparently Tammy, she signed. Um, VH1 is offering her some other things as well. So shout out to Tammy for, you know, selling that deal. And also, you know, she strikes again, Fenty Beauty. Okay, Fenty Beauty strikes again, people. Let me let me pull up what lovely Re is doing, if y'all don't know, okay? In its first month, Fenty Beauty did five times as much in sales as Kylie Cosmetics, a brand which has sold 40... Hold on, y'all. They didn't sold a lot. Damn. They didn't sold a lot. Damn. I can't even really get into the number, but it's a lot. It's a million. It's, a, it's about a million worth of product, and it's almost a two-year existence. So, shout out to Ree. Ree is getting it. I can't really get into the number, y'all, because it's so much, but key... key the number, it, it's a lot. I can't even really get into. Is it 4,422, 420 million? 420 million. Okay. All right. 420 million. Okay. See, the number was so damn large. A bitch had to go back to, I had to take it back. Right, okay, because we talked about fact the damn America. Okay, so shout out to Fenty. Okay, uh, you know, yet again, they did more and better than uh, Kylie. And then, also, speaking of these Kardashians, I don't love to bring them up on the show, but if anyone Kim, Kim is at it again. She's giving us naked photos. Like, bitch, we don't care. If anyone knows, she gives us naked photos when Beyonce is relevant. Beyonce is giving us everything. Um, she gave us a post where she is wearing the Boderic braids. Okay. 
Bodeg braids, you guys, did not or start by a white woman. Okay, this white woman decided to wear these braids back in the day, okay, and thought that she was cute. She did not create these. If anything, you guys know that us black people, we create these things and then they steal them from us. She doesn't even look cute with the damn braids because her fucking hair is frizzy and all this other shit. But I respect her because she did come out after Kim received a lot of backlash and she came out and said, hey, it's just a hairstyle that I wore in the movie 10. And she at Kim Kardashian and said she calls it Bo Derek because she copied my pattern of braids. I copied it from Anne Margaret's backup singer from her Vegas show. And we all copied it from Queen Nefertiti. I hope her royal highness is flattered. Thank you for giving Kim a history lesson. And we all know Nefertiti was black. Okay, and beautiful, and she gave her a, a picture also. Okay, so thank you for getting her together, Bo Derek. Love you for that, girl. Shout out to you. Thank you. Uh, also, giving us pictures, K Michelle finally shares a, shares a photo of her booty, y'all. It still looked the same. <laughs> Amen to change with that booty. Nothing changed with the booty. The booty is the same. Ain't nothing changed. Um, I don't know why she thought something changed, but booty, still the same. She thought she was giving us something. It's not much, but whatever came show. She, she let again to each song. Um, now we're going to finish twerk something with Ayana Jackson. She finally shares her story about Tupac. So her story is that she accused rapper Tupac of raping her. After they left a nightclub back in 1993. Listen. It took her 25 years old. She's 44 years old. She finally spoke up. She spoke to Vlad TV. And she gave details. My thing is this. I understand with everything going on with the Me Too campaign. I'm not doubting our women at all. But we also have to remember, there's always two sides to a story. And things a thing about it is women, you have to really honestly look at yourself and change what you are doing as well. We can't be out here, you know, of course we want to go to the club and, you know, show off our asses and dress, you know, provocative or, you know, just give a little something. But the thing about it is you need to give just one thing. Don't be giving to these ass. You got to choose which one you want to give. Which one do you want to be seen? Because at the end of the day, if we giving all of that, they taking all of that in and thinking that it's okay and that's what we're about. So I'm not condoning anything or anyone or what Tupac may have did or didn't do in 93. But my thing is too, we as women have to learn to respect ourselves more if we want to get the respect back. That's all I'm going to say with that. So I twerked it and I hope I didn't twerk. Now, Janet, I got to get back on this Janet thing. I'm really disturbed by this, kid. I can't fucking believe her. Janet, your ass better not be twerking at the damn Super Bowl tomorrow, okay? Don't twerk. That got me all heated. I need a girl. Mm, I should have put, if I would have known that, put her ass on what you won't do. So now we're going to get into what you won't do. Donald Trump, what you won't do is keep taking credit for the African-American unemployment rate. Stop it. It only went down 1%. When you came into office, it was already down. And you know who did that? Obama. So please, 
stop saying and trying to take recognition for something that you ain't do. You ain't do it. So stop trying to do it. Okay, that's what you won't do. Stop trying to do that. That's not popping. I don't like it. It's irritating. And you did not do that for us. Okay, that's what Obama did for us. So you can just give it up already. Let it bye. Stop it. Jesus, and then Melania, she came to the damn State of the Union wearing all white. I think she did that for a reason now, wearing that all white. But damn, bitch, what you won't do is wear the white you supposed to wear, I think, what, black or something? I don't even know. But damn, they all messed up. Um, so also then, what you won't do, Taylor Marie, is call the young girl in Guyana you met the cutest little monkey. So she called the girl the cutest little monkey because she said they were just like hanging and swinging. Like they were like playing and flipping. Bitch, okay, listen. And then you, then the thing that kills me with the, with the white people, y'all, I, and I love them because I do have some white friends. What kills me is that they say shit and then retract it back. Bitch, you shouldn't said it in the first place. Okay, now H&M then got you thinking that we some monkeys and that's what you calling the little girl because she having a good time and playing and being a kid and you calling her the cutest little monkey and then retract your statement. No, but that's, that's what you won't do. Okay. And I mean, she giving all the sorries and the, oh, I, I'm, I apologize. I didn't mean to offend nobody. You know how this shit start off. Well, if you didn't want to offend nobody, you shouldn't did it in the first place. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. We're not monkeys. Okay. That girl that was on her hip was a beautiful young black lady. So that's what you won't do. Beautiful young lady. Let me take that back. And she was very young. She was like maybe four or five child. So stop. Uh, also, you know, everyone thinks I don't know about my sports, but a bitch knows. Okay. What you won't do, LeBron James, is go to the Warriors. Okay. Listen, I don't care if it's rumor mill, rumor control, LeBron. He tried to shut it down, of course, but that's what you won't do. Like, okay, you bitch and complain when you was in Miami, you won, okay, and then you wanted to go back home. You wanted the Cavs to pick you up. So the Cavs picked you up, you lead them to a championship, all that other good shit. Now that the Cavs are a little rocky, shaky, and Warriors is out here busting ass, now it's a rumor that you're trying to go to the Warriors. Listen, stop doing that. Don't flip-flop, my nigga. Like, stay in Cleveland. If Cleveland is your hometown and you love all your teammates and all that other good stuff, you got way there, just stay. The Warriors don't need you, fam. Like, that's what you won't do. Like, why are you flip-flopping going to all these different teams like that? I get it. Free agency. Okay, that's fine. But, dog, it's a lot of teams that you can go to, but you're going to really be talks with the Warriors? Really? And they better not. And even if that happens, they better not take KD away. That's what they won't do is take my man KD. Because KD is, he is the shit on the Warriors. Okay? So, come on, Bron. Change it up. That's what you won't do. I'm not a LeBron fan. I, I love him from afar. Okay? But, Bron, if you in the talks with the Warriors, even though you shut it down, it's not a good look for your bruh. Not a good look. Okay, so Donald Trump, what you won't do is keep taking credit for shit that you ain't do. Okay, and then telling Marie, 
come on what you won't do is say shit out your mouth and then retract it after okay because all the backlash all right and then lebron what you won't do everybody in this won't do segment it's like say shit and then you gotta i gotta correct them what you won't do Bron, is speak with the warriors my fam like no you can't you can't do that that's not a good look for you fam so hopefully they take all these things in and they won't do it no more. I pray that they won't do it. But we'll see. Um, this is my show, good people. This is episode 22. This is episode 22, Kia. I'm on episode 22. I'm out here. Which is, which is out here, y'all. I'm on episode 22. I'm out here making some moves. Yeah, I'm on episode 22. Um, so you can catch me every Saturday from 6 to 7. Um, you can also catch me. On Instagram at Shanghai underscore Chronicles. My personal page is at Shanghai 87. Of course, I done brought in my horizons. I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, also, a bitch is international, okay? I track my listeners from my SoundCloud and I'm international people. So, shout out to that. Um, also, 1500 Radio every Saturday, all right? We are in here, full effect. Shout out to all our listeners with 1500 Radio. 1500 is doing it, y'all, okay? We making moves. People may not know about us, but don't sleep on us, okay? So y'all can catch me next Saturday. Yet again, I'll be here from 6 to 7, and I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.